You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. I'm your host, Dakota Davis. As always, I'm joined by our co-host, Jeremiah Morrill. Hi, Dakota. And to my right, we are sitting here with uh, Jeremiah's baby brother, Danny. He's Jeremiah's baby brother, but he's still much older than I. Good evening. You having a good day, Danny? Yeah, it's been good. He is in the good chair. Yeah, he is. This is, this is your fourth time on the show, right? Cost me $37. $37 to get in the good chair. To my left is Jesse Riddle, who did not pay the $37 to get into the good chair. I was paid to come here. You were paid to come $37. here? $37. What? Yes. It was, it was It was your $37. That's why you had I figured to pay it. at this point. Yeah. It just made sense. It, it makes sense. I'll buy you dinner sometime. <laughs> Apparently not tonight, but sometime. Nope. Our show is about our lives in rural Indiana. This is a show about folks who are involved in politics or uh, people we just find interesting. Uh, you just made that up, didn't you? Uh, do, you do you usually make that up? This is my first time going through this. No, you're doing great. Am I doing great? Yeah. Okay. We promise our episodes are going to be a fun, easy listen. We interview people who are influencers, elected officials, political experts, and folks we just find interesting. There it is. That's where it came in. There it is. All right. We're so far out of practice. I've been under the influence, but not really an influencer. I think just by being on the show, you're an influencer. It's the it's the truth. I think that you're someone we just find interesting. Maybe that's true. Mildly. My, I think my, my much younger brother. Jeremiah has always found you interesting because you're his brother. And he talks about me all he, the time. It's kind of an obligation at this point. Does Danny talk about me all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just in different ways. Right. It's more <laughs> negative. Yeah. But... <laughs> Damn Jeremiah! Oh man! So uh, we took last week off. We did. Um, it was Thanksgiving, so that was a pretty good reason to not not uh, not get together for a show. Yeah, it was. And, we could have uh, done a Black Friday and just reported on all of the riots that were happening at the local Walmart. Oh my gosh! I, my closing story is about the local Walmart today. Is it? Well, you can. I'm going to tease that now. So if you don't uh, if you don't have time to watch the entire show, scan until the end, and uh, and you're going to get a little bit of Walmart story. But, uh, yeah, so that was pretty much it. We had Thanksgiving and, uh, and then Black Friday shopping. I put up Christmas lights and that was the, that's pretty much the, what we did, right? That, that's not at all what I did. What, where, you, that's I mean, right. I did put up the Christmas lights I, and the Christmas tree. Uh, oh, two weeks ago, Friday, you and I did some pickleback shots. We did. And then, uh, my, my father bought us those. Yeah. You your dad, your put, dad was put that credit in there. on point. Yes. Thank you, Jeff Davis. And, uh, the next thing I knew, you were married and I didn't see you for weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. I had to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Too much forced friendship. Too much forced friendship. So uh, the wedding went well. I, went I got to, I, I got to stand there with you. You did. We had our we were looking fly like uh, there there were some things that went horribly wrong at, over the uh, o- over the course of the day. Yes. The, the, as we arrived at the church, you uh, realized that you didn't have the rings. 
That that's correct. An hour so, before her wedding time. Yep. So uh, what? Uh, Trevor, my best man, and myself got into the truck and we sped off like a bat out of hell, and we started driving. And I was like, you know what? I better call somebody and make sure that it was really my responsibility to grab the rings. So I called Audrey's mother. Her Audrey's sister answered the phone, and I said, "Hey, does someone have the rings?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, Monica grabbed them." Great. Oh my God. So, so it, it just looked like you left. Yeah, yeah. it just looked like he and, the, he and the best man left, <laughs> wheels burning. <laughs> Tires squealing out of the parking Your lot. Your dad was pulling in and saying, where in the hell is Dakota going? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the uh, that, that happened. I, you uh, you got married in your Puma socks. I did. I forgot my, I forgot my dress socks, the, the navy uh, dress socks. We I, had navy suits and brown shoes and i accidentally forgot my navy socks and wore black ones i put on my uh my my tuck shirt and i realized i was missing one of the key buttons right there in the middle of my shirt you also didn't have an undershirt to wear i didn't bring an undershirt i uh i forgot my pocket square yes you did the best man forgot his belt yep um chase the uh the middleman I was the low man, Chase was the middle man, and then you had the best man, and then the groom, Chase, the middle man, uh, who's been on the show a couple of times now, or at least once, he he went with his measurements from three years ago and looked like he was wearing his skinny jeans. He did. He was like, this is going to, uh, this is really going to motivate me to lose some weight. Sure did. We all know that doesn't work. (laughs) Chase just learned that for the first time, apparently. He uh, he he said the uh, situation kind of reminded him of whenever you buy a pair of straight leg pants at the store, but it turns out that they're actually skinny jeans. And I'm I'm telling I'm here to tell you right now, like his his suit pants did not have the crease in the thighs there was because nothing. they were so stretched. It was out. just pressed. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Um, I was terrified he was just going to rip them at any point. <laughs> <laughs> and then the. Uh, I, I, the best man, he's, uh, we spent most of the first hour trying to button his top button on his shirt. Yep. He was, uh, but after all of that, it still worked out. It did. I, the, the women, I think, had their, their stuff together much more than we did. I don't, yeah, I well, didn't hear any troubles out of that. They also arrived at the church two hours before we did. So they had, they had a lot more time. How early did you arrive? Uh, an hour and a half before yeah, ceremony we time. Were, the ceremony was at four, and I think we were told to be there around three. And we were pretty close. Correct. And then Dakota left at 3.15. But uh, yeah, we were we did all right. Oh, well, I mean, Audrey, Mrs. Mrs. Davis is off in the corner talking to us. Yep. I you said a, you mentioned a profanity in a in the house of God. Oh, okay. So yeah, there was a small. We who, were taking pictures. This? I did. I may wow. have said. <laughs> I may have said something to the photographer about. So you want me to grab her ass? Because we were. <laughs> I was just trying to get things done. And uh, I was I'd apparently that's how you get things done if you're someone like Jeremiah Morrow or Matt Lauer. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, we were taking our photographs and uh, they wanted me to get closer to Audrey and I was like, "Is this what you want, lady?" And I, apparently it was. She took the picture and I'm looking forward to seeing what Audrey's face looks like later. <laughs> I had family pictures with the uh, the Wheelers uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving and just. Photographers, the Wheelers being your uh, yeah, your significant my, other's uh, family, my girlfriend's family, and photographers, I don't feel like always think out like what the poses are going to be. So with her whole family standing there, the photographer said, "Well, just reach around her and put your arms over her shoulders, and then just squeeze." <laughs> well, naturally, <laughs> I I do that, and it turned out to be a fairly awkward. Awkward photo. Yeah, I mean, think about where your hands yeah, are. Yeah, the over-the-shoulder boulder holder, right? 
<laughs> Here I come. Oh, yeah. my gosh, that's funny. All right. So, yeah, the uh, so the wedding happened. Uh, we had the reception. Uh, that all went well. Yep. You uh, you brought a flask to I the did. ceremony. I did. So, uh, the night before, Dakota gave all of his groomsmen a great little package. He gave us coolers for growlers. He gave us all our favorite spirit. So, I got some vodka. Uh, and uh, then we got flasks. And I assumed that if we were given flasks and liquor, we were supposed to bring it the next day. So, I did. I filled my flask and... Brought uh, brought a little bit of whiskey, and uh, as is tradition, uh, I led the drinking party in the basement before the before there was uh, the tradition. Mother, the, the, well, you know, anytime I've done that in the past, okay. Um, <clears throat> but the last the last time you did that, it didn't turn out so well. Correct, Danny. The day was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the so, ending was expensive. So, <laughs> so you drank in the bottom of a church and then threw swear words. Yeah. Correct. Did Jesus come in and throw tables? I'm not sure I'm going to be welcome <laughs> back in Friends Church whip. anytime real soon. The only thing we were missing was some uh, like roulette tables, blackjack tables. <laughs> we did. I did bring the cards. We ran out of time, but we were going to play poker. Chase and I were, were, were counting out cards, and then you realized that the uh, that the rings were actually in the building, so you came back too quick. But we were we were getting ready to set up the casino down in the basement. Oh my gosh! Uh, Amanda Harden is letting me that uh, know that flasks will be very welcome at her wedding in uh, in September that I'll be attending. She's uh, Sarah Potter's cousin, so you know I will bring the flask. So yeah, we, I got even got the mother of the bride. She came yeah. down. She was pinning on our flowers, and I I, I, yeah, Mon- I got Monica to <laughs> Monica to, to do a down. shot with us. She she grabbed the flask and said, "What is it?" Yeah, like just a no time to even, answer. Yeah, didn't even wait to it, for someone to answer her what was in the flask. She just started drinking. She could it could have been my Bosnian war criminal juice. And <laughs> <laughs> it would have ended it all, man. So yeah, that was the uh, that was the the wedding ceremony. It went uh, it went well. Audrey showed up, and you know nobody cried. I did uh, during the walkthrough. I did take a couple pictures and get yelled at as well. I was a massive distraction. I, you should not invite me back to be in your wedding again. If, if you have another one. Oh, I've already made that decision. I'm, yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't let me be in it, Dakota. <laughs> I was very disruptive. Lesson learned. <laughs> I was, I had, I was told that, um, my best man was crying during the ceremony. I, well, he was much taller. The, for the first time ever, he was much taller than me because yeah, I, I, usually he, he comes on the low right here. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's about nipple level, but. <laughs> I was uh, I was at shoulder level for him. I couldn't and that, see. That came from his mother. If Trevor listens to this podcast, Trevor, if you uh, if you're listening, you can defend you your can, honor. Yeah, you can blame your mother. Uh, yeah. So then uh, we had the garter toss. Uh, yep. I flicked it directly to. Uh, you to sent Chase. it directly to Chase, the middleman, yep. and uh, and then <laughs> three for three, Sarah Sarah yep. Elizabeth Potter. And caught, if you were watching, like this this looked like something that should have been on ESPN. Like she was holding people back. Jumping, she she flew like three feet into the air and ahead of herself to make sure that she was the only one that caught the bouquet. Uh, she really should teach she a class. Is dead set on this happening. Your your mother is criticizing us. Uh, never talk about the mother in law and drinking. That's just because Audrey has a lot of drinking stories of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, what are you gonna do? So yeah, uh, Sarah went for three for three. Uh, the the reception was fantastic. I really enjoyed DJ Kevin Green, a former guest of this. Yeah, he did. He had a really lot of fun with the uh, with the I music. No, Danny. Uh, Danny I was busy doing something come. else. I know. I just Damn. had better things going on. Cade Coger ended no. up making an appearance. Did, did he, he make it? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, think thought, so. I thought he did. I don't remember <laughs> him making it. No. 
I, I really don't think so. <laughs> I uh, thought never it mind. Did. We but we all had a driver. It was that cardboard cutout you have of him that you probably remember. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, I had him set up. Yeah. He was guarding the bathroom with his AK during the during the <laughs> wedding reception. The best man and the middleman came up to me and said, uh, "I didn't bring anything to decorate the car," and I said, "That's okay." Because the car is my car, and Sarah's driving us all. Driving us, we're taking them to the hotel t- tonight at, by the airport. So we're definitely not decorating my car. Correct. But uh, we we had a pack that night that we were going to get back together between then and the Sunday you were coming back. And uh, on Saturday morning, we figured out that you guys were flying back, and you're going to be on Saturday night, which ruined all of our plans because Middleman Chase was out in the woods hunting, and you guys are going to be back by six o'clock. So I had to go recruiting. And uh, Sarah and uh, the third bridesmaid, Bailey, perhaps you've heard of her. Yes, my sister. Bailey Davis. <laughs> she, perhaps uh, I have. She helped us uh, do the decorating of the vehicle. So you uh, you had stupidly left me your car keys. Yeah. So I returned your vehicle. Yep. And uh, I we, we got it back to you Saturday. Or if it was, uh, yeah, it was Saturday. <clears throat> and uh, you, you got back home after dark. So I waited all day Sunday for a picture or a word or a complaint or anything. And it was just radio silence. Yeah. Why? I just I was just too tired to deal with it. <laughs> There's a five-hour time difference right now. Yeah, you're, as we're recording this, the uh, it is 7.30 local time, and it's 2.30 on your laptop. So it's yep. still on Hawaii time. It is. That is correct. I was just too tired to deal with that. I just went outside. I had my pocket knife. Popped the 50 balloons that were inside of it, <laughs> drained the air out of the helium ones, and started washing the windows off. <laughs> that was it? Did you do that it all on it. Saturday night? Uh, no, it was Sunday. Yeah. Sunday during the day. Yeah. I, yeah would... I hope you have balloons all over the car still. No, and you had no. streamers. I mean, I we did you up nice. Yeah, you did. Did you have any old Milwaukee's best from hanging from behind? <laughs> no. No, that would have been funny, though. Amateur. That would have been really good. Like, as the uh, as the send-off. Yeah. Attached to the limo. Yeah, that exactly. would have been hilarious. Oh, I would have loved that. That's such I, a good idea. I should have given pointers. I'm yep, sorry, buddy. Really we just have. didn't have time with the limo. The limo got there. We it didn't have time to decorate it. 40 seconds. Well, I, I guess if you, had, if you had shown up like you were instructed to do so. Next time. Next wedding, man. We'll do better next time. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey's giving me daggers from the corner. <laughs> Oh man! So then uh, we dropped you off at the airport. I didn't. Uh, I haven't seen you for two weeks. We did talk pretty much constantly, I guess, as much as yeah, almost as much as usual, mostly through the wall chat. Uh, it was a five-hour flight or, or a fi- five-hour difference. Yeah, the flight was much longer than five hours. You had. To I fl- wish it was only. You five flew hours. like to Phoenix and then from Phoenix to uh, yeah, the was, middle of uh, nowhere. It was a little over four hours to get to Phoenix, and then after from Phoenix to Honolulu was seven hours and two minutes and to the people that work at the honolulu airport it is disgusting in there that airport was horrible it smelled really bad a little rough yeah it was like the weirdest airport i've ever been in in my entire life it's like it's all open like there's no solid wall exterior walls what happens when it rains it doesn't just really rain. rain yeah it doesn't really rain there it kind of just sprinkles and it was like, it just smelled bad. Like, it's right there on a military base, and I don't know if it, like, the military base They smell. It just wafts in. Soldiers. Soldiers. Welcome to Hawaii. It smells here. <laughs> it's like coming to Indiana and being greeted by Gary. The the uh, Kahului Airport on Maui was much better, but it was still all open. So there's something just about the, uh, just about Honolulu, I think, that smells bad. 
Interesting. Huh. Well, so you so uh, now you know, like just go to Maui. Don't don't go to Honolulu. You kind of usually you have to go to Honolulu first, don't you? you uh, on the way back, though, we we didn't have to stop over there. Oh, really? You just yeah. left from Maui and Maui to LA. Maui and went to LA. There you go. So you, it was a much quicker trip home, though. It was. It was so much faster. Did you sleep the whole way? Uh, not really. The Wichita State boys basketball team. They lost the Maui Invitational while they were out there. They did. 66 to 63, I believe. Man, Dakota Davis on sports. Yeah. That's the first time that's ever happened. No, but they they did lose. They were all out on our returning flight home to L.A. And I was sitting right next to one of them. And he was like 6'5". Was he trying to pick up your girl? No. But we were in economy seats. Like, you know. 6'5", and he's... Yeah, and he... Like, his upper body is freaking huge, right? So he's sitting there and like get his, I'm in the middle seat, Audrey's oh on the window. Middle seat all the way home. Yeah. And he is on the outside seat. So he's obviously super uncomfortable in these economy seats. And he's got one of his legs entirely in my little section. Like the little <laughs> amount of room that I am allotted, he is taking up over half of it. And then his upper body is also exceeding his amount of space and encroaching on mine nap violated for sure and i would have totally fought back and leaned on him that's that would have been my move it was so annoying and then so i'm sitting there trying to sleep and i i can't because this dude is taking up all the room it's completely full flight or were the was the yeah, room completely full and then after we land he turns over and looks at one of his friends and goes man that flight was horrible <laughs> imagine how it was for me it was bad for you yeah yeah that, so that sucked. I'm trying to get all the bad things about Hawaii out first, <laughs> and then I can get on to the good ones. It would be tough being 6'5", trying to fly an economy. I've not experienced oh, that. I, I bet it would be miserable. I, I can only imagine. Like I would definitely have to upgrade to first class. It would class. probably feel like sitting in these chairs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse like, Riddle is... my leg like, out here protruding from the table. Because <laughs> I'm just like, all right, here we go. I guess this is what it is. Just balancing on the egg chairs. I love these chairs, Dakota Goddess. They're art, like Art hey, Deco. You're welcome. I'm very happy. These are very I, I modern. It's like a postmodern design. Yeah. Yeah. They're very good. Postmodern people don't weigh 290 pounds usually. Though. Well, you know what? These chairs, I looked at, whenever I bought them, I looked at it. They have a, a 360-pound weight limit. Well, so That's amazing. There you go. You won't break them. Treat them the way you want to. No, I use them as a battering ram to move to move the, the, the floor tile yeah, down behind me. Jeremiah used it to move the laminate floor. You're welcome. How does that happen? He broke the pieces that interlock it. Like, that just doesn't even sound possible. Those were not rated for what the chairs are rated <laughs> for. <laughs> All right. Correct. So uh, you flew out there. You had a good time. You got yep. uh, you, you spent uh, you spent a couple dollars on some drinks. Oh, yeah. I spent a lot of money. You came back with your body modified. You I got, did. You got, I got a little to, tattoo. Yeah, that was probably the most wild things, thing that we did. We went to a luau one night. Like, we had all these plans, extravagant plans that we were going to do. You were going to take, like, a submarine trip. You had yeah. all kinds of things you were going to do. Things we were going to go see, go snorkeling. And then once we got there, we were both so tired just from, like, everything leading up to it. And was just had zero motivation to do anything except for just to lay out by the beach and drink Mai Tais and Blue Hawaiians. There you go. And it was the most perfect thing in the entire world. And poor Audrey had to drink Hawaiian Sea. Yep. The entire time. <laughs> Why? She's, She's only 20. We're celebrating her 21st birthday next oh. month. 
Well, in in January, I guess it's not. Uh, I guess it's still December for the next couple hours, or November here for the next it'll couple be a, hours. It'll be a month from Sunday. All right, very exciting. Getting close, closing I in on it. All about that. So was it a can't wait to buy Audrey her a first dry beer. week for Audrey on the oh. beach at least? Oh yeah, yeah. It had to be on the beach for everybody. No alcohol was allowed. Okay, on the beach. I've not what been, kind so. of a prison is Hawaii? No drinking uh, on the beach. Okay. So we always talk about California being a super liberal state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We always forget about Hawaii. Very liberal. I mean, state. it's the birthplace of uh, President Obama, so obviously their, it's very liberal. Their smoking age actually is 21. But liberal doesn't Isn't, scream yeah. not letting you drink on a beach. Nanny state. That well, it screams authoritarian. In Indiana, we'd be like, okay, you guys can drink on the beach. I know we have one, but... Uh, <laughs> you can only do it on can, Wednesday. You can only do it uh, with aluminum cans, okay? And please yeah. pick them up. No Your glass. Way. Yep. That That's would be exactly the Indiana way we would do it. And you can that. smoke. Yeah. You can smoke wherever you want to. <laughs> Just please, dear God, do not buy a beer on a Sunday. We do not allow that here. You can drink it. You can drink don't it. Buy yeah, it. You can just Sunday. can't buy it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you buy it from one of our. I mean, we're that, not, we're we're not dis- ridiculous. That, the creator of the universe has drawn the line here. You are not allowed to buy it on a Sunday, but you can drink it. That is where the line Unless stops. it's made on premise, then you can drink it. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it. yeah, that's totally fine. That Why sense. not? You can carry that out. <laughs> All right. So, uh, is there anything else that we forgot in your big Hawaii trip? Or we? I don't think so. Is Audrey, that it? That's pretty Audrey much and it. I both got tattoos, and that was about it. Yeah. Is my fifth one her first? One? Audrey got one that says "I love Dakota," and then yours says uh, "Me and you" with a little heart. So that was pretty. Yep, it's a good commitment. It was a, I thought it was a portrait of Daisy on my shin. Is what we were going with. Yeah. My coworker actually, he saw that comment and he asked me on Monday, "Did you really get a portrait of your dog on your shin?" I was like, "No." <laughs> That's why Mark didn't show up because Mark has portraits of both of his dogs on this. You, uh, I mean, it's, it's honestly, your uh, your bride over there does do some really nice artwork of your dog pictures. You, she she totally could yeah. have those put on as a tattoo. If you loved your wife or your dog enough, you'd do it. Right. Yep, I could. Maybe if she would do it, then I would feel comfortable with it because I know how what, well she draws things. Anybody else I don't trust enough. You just got to have it photocopied a few times and then you know, <laughs> ink it on there. Is that how it works? I think so. I watched it happen once. We they printed a thing on Danny on his uh, on his chest when his was done, and they did the transfer. And then I think the, the dude a, just started. I think it's a little bit more difficult with a photorealistic portrait. We just scan. I've got the, I've got the Epson scanner, and we z- z- zip it in. And I was and super we'll impressed and we'll by the. It. I was super impressed by the tattoo artist. Like he freehanded some of it. Like didn't even put it on the uh, little stencil that they put yeah. on first. I, I haven't seen it yet. I decided I, to go with what. You uh, you're you're it's not nice. you're not showing your ankles it's off. A, it's so. a uh, it's like a hook, a Hawaiian hook, like a classic fishing hook that has tribal designs on the inside. Rope. Uh, what uh, what was the ang- the language down there, by the way? It actually like half of the commercials down there were actually in traditional Hawaiian, so apparently a lot of people still actually talk it, which I was very surprised about. I looked; there were like maybe like twenty thousand people that actually spoke the language down there. I. These these places must only cater to them. There was like a donut shop that the commercial was in all Hawaiian and had English subtitles. Speak American. Yeah, that's what I said. Is Speak Hawaiian American or get out. Or is it like Samoan? Uh, it's a, I, like the, a Polynesian whatever culture. Whatever the uh, indigenous folk are, I don't know. It's a Polynesian culture. Someday uh, we'll get Jesse a... <clears throat> we'll, we'll take him out on a boat and we'll get him to Hawaii somehow. 
Yeah. Your ancestors got here on a boat. We'll get you uh, the Vikings. We'll, we'll get you on a Viking craft from uh, from from the West Coast and get you to Hawaii. It'll, it'll, y'all will have to row, but we'll get you there. I'm not even from there, Jesse. Uh, you know, you're you're a European. Those you know the the Nordics came over on, on the Viking boats. No, I'm talking. I'm not Nordic at all. Uh, you, I've done the DNA. Stuff. You're the forgotten Viking. I, no, I changed my name today. Actually, what are you? Just Jesse S. Riddle. Really. Yep. Opposed to man, it's Jesse S. Riddle, Dakota S. Davis. Yep. What is this about? Anyway, I'm not Dakota S. Davis on Facebook. No, but you're Dakota S. Davis. Yeah. Right. Correct. Anyway, hey, Dakota, what's your social security number? It starts it's at the a, three. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It's probably three, three one, one two. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's uh, sixty nine. Okay. Uh, the last four I can't use, but uh, any yeah. pin number he uses probably will tell you. Anyway, so uh, we have some real content planned. We have Jesse here. Yeah, we do. He is a uh, Jesse it's, Riddle. As slow as the beginning of this episode has been, we have actual We have a lot to get through. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, so we apologize for making you and, listen to 24 uh, minutes of Dakota's see, wedding. See, this, this second bullet point here. Um, Danny Moore at the sports desk will be covering the Greg Schiano story for us. Net yeah, neutrality yeah. is first, and this, then we're going to cover the Indiana smoking age. And then the Greg Schiano. Yes. That was the... You got me to research sports. I know. I know. I got you into it. I thought about that whenever I was like researching it and looking it up. I'm like, oh, man. Did you enjoy yourself? I didn't at all. <laughs> you should have came to the support group. I would have. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you I are listening to the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast, Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota Davis, Danny Morrill on Sports Desk, and Jesse Riddle is our IT consultant for the show. He works for one of the biggest tech companies in the state of Indiana. They're an international company. But uh, he works in. We, we, can we can we say that you work in the tallest building in the state of Indiana? That should be okay. Uh, Dakota is holding up for the camera right now. The Maui is it the Maui Times, by the way? Yes, Maui the Maui News. News. The Maui News. I had to bring it back because I got the newspaper it here. Looks very similar to the Courier Times. <laughs> it does it look does. like the Courier <laughs> Times <laughs> type setting. Just like the layout it. and everything. Like no, compared to the one up there, it's yeah. almost the same. It's very yeah. close. It is. Or do they have a local appliance shop selling a uh, an Amana for four hundred and seventy seven dollars? Hawaii, they're not going to sell for four. No, but their uh, their main their main story right here is uh, West Maui steps up to continue a tradition. And they're talking about the Hard Rock Cafe being closed. So I don't know how much of a tradition Hard Rock. Their cafe economy is struggling there. as well, apparently. Uh, I guess. <laughs> All right, so Jesse, yep, we uh, we've seen the last couple of weeks the uh, this net neutrality thing has been all over the news. the uh, The Trump administration has uh, the, their Donald Trump got to appoint a new chairman of the FCC, and he replaced the Obama appointee in twenty fifteen. There's something called net neutrality. Some new rules that were adopted, like in June of twenty fifteen. And the new chairman has said they want to roll those rules back uh, at their next official meeting, December of uh, 2017. December. So next month. Yeah, December 14th, right? So two weeks from now. Right. So what happens here? This The guy's name is Ajit Pai. Is that right? I wasn't going to I, butcher I, it. I, I I'm think sure so. it's Ajit. I would not know about the last name. P-A-I. So Pai. Yeah. I, I don't know. Pai. Pai. Wife of Pai. Is he the one that was on the boat with that lion? I would assume. Wife of Pai. Okay, so basically, net neutrality is there's this is a super complicated issue, and trying to dig, dig into this and be educational in any way has been a real like a, like this has felt like studying for that test that I never wanted to have to study for to understand this Dakota. <laughs> I know, uh, so I'm very thankful we have Jesse here. Well, the thing with all this is like I've 
been really trying to educate myself on this, but it seems like every news source that I that I typically go to um, has just been hardcore. Either um, it's either a, a libertarian site that is just wanting deregulation just for the sake of it being deregulation and not really having much to say else about it, or it's a, a left wing site which is just totally freaking out because of they're they're terrified that we're going to have to bundle our internet packages. So that's that's the best the best example of of the pro net neutrality side that I've seen and there's a uh, there's if you just want to look along um uh, like for an infographic right on the net neutrality entry on Wikipedia as of this time there's a there's something called smartnet somebody grabbed a screen grab of of what their proposed pricing was. And these guys are saying basically without net neutrality, you could potentially get a la carte pricing at the, as a consumer. Uh, so you would pay maybe $5 a month to be able to access Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, uh, Instagram. You'd have to pay an additional fee to be able to access Netflix or YouTube or Periscope. And then maybe another $5 to have something like Google Chat or Skype or maybe you'd have to pay another 5 or $10 to have email access or to be able to download your music or something like that. Yeah, so they're acting like you would potentially have – like as a consumer, your internet connection – your internet would be tiered and you would have these different limitations placed upon your, your network. Is that accurate, Jesse, as, as to one I side of the argument? I don't know if it's an argument. I think it's just what people people fear, and I think that's why it's so hard for people to like do the research because most of it is all speculation. Um, the, here's the problem, right? The stuff got enacted in 2015. Prior to 2015, we lived in the world that we're possibly going to go back to, right? And this wasn't the case. So, yeah, but we're we're seeing it now, though, in countries that don't have net neutrality. Yeah, but so there's like maybe two countries that don't have net neutrality. So the graphic they pulled was not an English graphic. Where was no, it was. Do uh, I don't know. It I was, was trying to. F- so the I units are not American dollars. It, I think it was some sort of a European. It's MES. So whatever. What's mess? It's. I have no idea. Yeah. But um. So I mean, the big thing that I think um. I, I think that like most people are just speculating on like the possibilities. I, I've talked to. to um, one of my friends who worked at an internet backbone or an ISP, whatever, for um, a very long time, and kind of was like, "What do you, what do you think?" And he's also freaking out. I'm like, "We literally lived this way, guys. Like, not even hardly two years ago, and there wasn't this problem. No one was freaking out. Um, there has been situations, right, in the past where uh, ISPs, or not, oh, yeah, I guess ISPs were flexing." their property is the way I would like to say it. So in 2014, there is an example that you and I talked about offline as we were trying to do the show prep for this, talking about Netflix at one time was, was consuming like 20, it was con- consuming like 50% of the bandwidth for of Comcast. Comcast. Yeah. I, I didn't look at the, um, I didn't look at the amount of bandwidth that right. uh, Comcast was, or sorry, that Netflix was using. So Comcast made the decision that they were going to throttle net th- Netflix traffic. Well, they already were. Right. And, yeah. and, Users are starting to get an like have an experience issue, and yeah. and this is 2014. So what wound up happening was Netflix was approached by Comcast and they said, "Hey, we're throttling your people. We need to charge you more money because you're costing us more to run our network. You're you know we're charging our people forty or fifty bucks a month for an open pipe to the internet. They're consuming your product for ten dollars a month or eight dollars a month or whatever their price was, and that yet you're you're 
serving your crap or pushing your crap through our through our highways is absolutely crushing our network. Yep. And they said and finally, and Netflix was like, you know, basically they they got into the standoff. Netflix says it's your job, and ultimately, I think there was some sort of financial agreement put in place where Netflix got charged additional money to be pump, bumped up the ladder yep. to be served. Netflix then charges those passes those charges on to the consumers. That's why you see your Netflix bill goes up a little bit every, every so up. often. Netflix just so went, went up a dollar or two. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with that, but it did just go up. Right, but so. they're 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 yeah. they are cons- receiving additional costs. So in the what you would say the libertarian or the open side, that's that's the way that model should work. Right. It, if you're consuming media, then you're going to pay for the media. And the companies that are that are using it more are going to pay for pay for prioritized access. Yeah, I mean, both people on on the on the end of the spectrum are going to pay for this, right? So Netflix being a a delivery service, or you know, they're curating content, um, they're going to pay to get access to get that to their customers at a premium, you know, at an optimal viewing um, delivery speed, right? Um, because that's how their business is going to survive. If you didn't do that, then people would say, "Well, Netflix isn't is crap because like it's not getting through the servers fast enough." Would that would that eventually end up hurting smaller startup websites? So, so say you have like a like a Vimo versus uh, Vimo. Vimo? Say so, yeah. Say Vimo Dakota Davis wants to start Vimo? a, a vi- uh, you know a, a video streaming service. Yeah. So this is the other problem I have is a lot of people don't I guess don't understand how a lot of this stuff works. To this day, the things we're talking about actually still go on. So um, I shared a thing with you guys earlier where if you're to sign up for GoDaddy and you end up becoming a prominent source of their bandwidth usage, they are going to charge you more money so that they can pump you up in their tiers and put you on like a uh, uh, like a private if server. I, if I sign up for GoDaddy, it's not just $10 a month. No, it's ten dollars, but that but the and that says unlimited bandwidth. But then you click on the little tooltip, and it says if you end up using a lot of bandwidth, we will contact you and like try to get you to upgrade to a different plan because you are violating the that your hosting agreement basically. With yeah, them. you're yeah you're going to violate the hosting agreement. You're going to also um, end up probably um, either they're going to like prevent they're going to throttle you. Or you upgrade to one of their things. But, like but GoDaddy servers. is not an internet service provider. Right, but GoDaddy has – so you have to think of the way this stuff works, right? GoDaddy has servers in multiple server locations, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd have zero idea of how right, this so stuff works. Right, so that's why this is a problem for people. <laughs> um, so right, and, and as a – trying to understand as a consumer, it's, it's difficult. Right. But you have somebody that you trust, you know, a media member saying, hey, we want to keep the internet free. Go sign this form. So people weigh in with the FCC. So 50 million people said to the FCC, we want net neutrality because we want the internet to be open. Right. But – Arguably, the internet is open and has been. But I guess what I'm getting at, so GoDaddy instance, right, has servers that sit in different states, um, and they pay those server locations. And those locations mostly, like, it's their, it's probably their hardware, but it's not, like, their building. So that's typically uh, managed from, like, a... Uh, I don't forget what you want to call them, but there's one up in Indianapolis that we used to use. Just data centers. For. Yeah, just data centers. So they will typically deal de- do deals with ISPs. So okay. And they typically have two to three or four different ISPs that they will do deals with because they need redundancy in the networks. So in case something goes down, they have a failover. 
Okay. So typically, like, you'll have different – sorry, I should probably get closer um, – Different ISPs coming into the same data center. One's the primary, and the second, the other is the secondary. So that way, when they're doing network work, they can switch over back and forth. Um, so the um, the big thing here is like, so there's they're, they're negotiating for a ton of clients, so they have a lot more leverage to do negotiations uh, when it comes to bandwidth and purchasing bandwidth. The second side of that is Netflix. Up in 2015, uh, my friend who I was talking to. Netflix was putting servers like inside these ISPs data centers, so that way they would have, like, and you can think of these like CDNs, like uh, content delivery networks, the same way. So uh, CDNs work where like if you know if Boss Hog was to erupt, you would guys would go through Cloudflare or something, and you would host your content there because it's closer to the consumers than your guys. It doesn't server. have to go all the way across the internet. It's yeah, just, wherever it, the you, guys you have a depot from. that's somewhere closer and faster to reach. Exactly, and it's just cached there. Right. So and it pulls it from the cache and it downloads it. So Netflix was putting these things inside of data centers, so there was only one or two hops. Right. And then you would be pulling from the the cache. Okay. Um. So that's. Netflix and has already solved these problems, right? Like they're they're working with the ISPs to make these things happen. The other the other <clears> thing <throat> that I've seen libertarians make an argument on is that if we in if we keep these net neutrality rules that were passed under the Obama administration, we are basically hamstringing ourselves to the internet that we have now. We're we're locking ourselves into where we we we're regulated and development won't happen or will be slowed down. Do you think that's a reasonable argument or not? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. There's to me the rules don't prevent. Um, they don't really prevent people from moving into the infrastructure. Like I don't understand yeah. that argument. Seeing that, but I've seen it the opposite way. That not that actually repealing net neutrality would stifle competition, which was what after I read that was what got me what got me thinking more and got me more on the fence about it. Um, because I, you know, I'm a firm believer in the free market. We're always fearful that the com- the established companies are going to create barriers to entry to protect the market for themselves. Correct. Right. I right. think that's true for both things, right? So, not only is it expensive. I mean, the government is already handing out money. Jeremiah knows this. <laughs> he has a government assisted internet um, to help ISPs get their their services to the consumers. Uh, in this particular instance, fiber. Um, the fiber is really expensive to lay. So my friend was saying that when they were going to lay fiber, the quotes were, I think he said it was anywhere between $10,000 and $20,000 a mile to lay fiber. Yeah, about $25,000 a mile is what it costs to lay to lay actual uh, fiber optic Yeah, to get aligned to different residences, yeah, which I mean, we which we had that conversation this week on Citizens of Henry County. Yeah, this is uh, th- that's one of the reasons why we want to talk about this is this, you know, th- in our area, in in Henry County, Indiana, a community, you know, it's 400 square miles and about 50,000 people, uh, 48,000 if you don't count the prisoners that are vacationing here in the northern part of Newcastle. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what kind of internet they have, but uh, there's probably five or 7,000 people that are in a rural area that don't have great access to internet. They don't have the ability to get Comcast. They don't have the ability to get Metronet, which is our fiber provider. Uh, they may or may not be able to get DSL from uh, from somebody like Frontier, and then there are some areas that are rural that are sub- served by Nine Star, which is a um, a, a fiber a fiber company. Oh, fiber. Uh, and then there's a couple of uh, rural Wi-Fi options, Wisp and uh, Nine and uh, New 
Lisbon Broadband Company. Yeah. Uh, and then there's just areas that are totally unserved. So, like, where you used to live, Danny. Well, he's, yeah. he's got uh, to talk had, about those. You things. had yeah, no sure. connection back in the day where you – it's your previous home. Yeah, at my old house, I had no connection to internet. So I just used my Verizon phone as a mobile hotspot and used a bunch of data. And now I may have – I mean, you had options for HughesNet, and if you had – a line of sight to the Wisp Tower, you could do that, which we did not have at the home. Now I live <clears throat> a little closer to Newcastle, and I have access to Comcast, which is better by far. But Metronet may be a better option for me. And every time I've contacted Metronet... They stop two houses to your north. And I can pay to have them bring it to me but like you guys were alluding to it's very costly and it, i mean it doesn't make sense what kind of quote did they throw you i'm just curious i mean i think it was several thousand dollars yeah i mean i think like, it's probably like 20... 700 feet or so to to the next house from no, your place it's it's more than that i mean so i guess my i'm qu- three tenths of a mile from the next county road so yeah. like and there's a school there so i'm sure they that. serve the school uh, so a, a little over a quarter paid, of a mile. They probably got paid to later. So would would net neutrality regulations that we're talking about the internet? How would would that have any effect at all at any kind of a startup company like MetroNet who's trying to lay fiber in these uh, uh, small urban areas? Would that have any effect on them? Would it make it harder, easier for them to start up? I don't think so. I'm, I, it depends. Like if they're going to offer better, so if they offered better packages, then it, let's say it went to the package. Uh, the package model um, that's you know sort of like your cell phone. It used to be like your cell phone. The, pe- the cell phone service has kind of gone away with that. Well, but cable uh, television has that where you have different it. tiers of, of, of things that are available. And a lot of that's hidden, right? Like I just learned this year, remember that we apparently pay for ESPN. And Oh, yeah. 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 ESPN is a massive part of most of your yeah, your yeah. cable pra- package. It's like 70% of your bill. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge, and that's ridiculous. But because there have been so many cable cutters, ESPN continues to lay people out. We'll, let, we'll get into that with sports with Danny Morrill here in a few yeah. minutes. So, um, I don't. I don't think that it's going to hurt any ISPs that want to get up and started. I think that local regulations affect them more than anything else, right? Like, I. I mean, you were for a power company. Um, granted, like they're really close to the government, but I'm still it's a pain in the ass for them to like lay. Yeah, I mean to it, lay lines. It, it's a huge cost. Yeah. Well, and that's the we. So we do have like a. a particularly with cable cable the old school copper and cable we have you have a cable company you typically don't have three or four because at some point the powers that be in government decided that we were going to have government regulated monopolies because it didn't make sense to have parallel networks right so the reason i have fiber is because we said okay we're going to install a fiber network in this community uh so we have to my home i could get copper dsl which is terrible for user internet at this point it's a very old technology I could have cable television, but it's or cable cable internet with, from Comcast, but it's not as desirable as having true fiber to the premises, which I have. Yep. Uh, and then some communities, I, I guess, I technically could go out and use a five a four G connection uh, through Verizon or AT and T, or I could get a I guess a satellite connection. Yep. So I have five or six different right. options, but it's not like I can choose. Other than with satellite, I really can't choose. I can't say I want to have AT and T or Verizon for my from or Frontier for my home connection. We don't, but like the Metropolitan Indianapolis does. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had like uh, what is it, blue, blue something, and it's changed. Star. Huh? Is it Star? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but there was there was like an there was some cable company um, 
that they had. I think I swear it was blue something. But anyway, um, they have Comcast. They have AT and T. You know, uh, I think what else? did Google roll something out there recently? I'm not so, sure. If somebody's Google's rolling in something. Somebody's rolling something. But um, but you'll see like you know in some areas you'll have Time Warner or some areas you'll have Charter Communications yep. or you know or Comcast. But basically you have. These cable companies will just trade areas, and I think that's another thing that people are worried about or concerned with with net neutrality is that if we don't have net neutrality, these guys are going to carve up and say, well, we're just not going to serve your area anymore, and you're, or yep. you're only going to have one connection to the internet, and then without the government regulating it, they can just say, well, in your t- commu- in your town, if you want to get access to uh, – Email and to streaming video, then it's going to be the you know we, we're just not going to offer it, or we're going to charge an exorbitant rate, and you have no market. Right. And that's I, the that's the fear I think people have. Well, I, was, I think I, I I don't know. I don't I don't understand that argument uh, about the ISPs getting limited. I just I don't understand that at all. Um, well, I, I mean, I'm, again, I'm, we we had this until 2015, <laughs> and it wasn't a problem. When, whenever I was researching this, I found a pretty good unbiased article, um, and it, basically it. St- they were talking about um, looking like just looking at areas that don't have net neutrality or are <clears throat> developing countries that uh, internet is a new thing, so there's no regulation to it. Um, what does that look like? So th- this guy was talking about Kenya, actually. Yeah. So um, internet in Kenya is actually a, a pretty relatively new concept for them. Yep. Um, and a lot of times in developing worlds, people equate. Um, the internet with getting on Facebook, which, I mean, it's we all know that's not, yeah, it's it's not the it's not the right way to go about it, but that's kind of a different thing. But um, so he says in the emergent in emerging emerging economies of the world, that's pretty much already how things work is this package system that we were talking about. So like like Facebook, um, he says in uh, in Kenya. The four most popular websites are Google, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, this Kenyan version of Google. Um, and it's called a web crawler. <laughs> and uh, basically, Facebook and Google have Google has come out with a YouTube free zone, Google free zone, and then Facebook came out with Facebook Zero. So basically, it's like the free version, and yep. it's like a it's like an HTML. Um, it's a read like a read only copy. Yep. So you can you can get on your Facebook and you they can... They could read what Boss Hog Liberty said, but you yeah. can't actually participate. You can't see... There you are lurkers out there. Well, you yeah. probably wouldn't even be able to download the audio. Yeah, you couldn't get you couldn't get the audio. There's a very limited amount of pictures, so they wouldn't even see, like, the profile <coughs> pictures or anything. You have to uh, upgrade your plan. It's eight ninety nine American dollars uh, to upgrade your plan for a month. So, so I have a question, A. Who runs that network? I'm guessing if it's Kenya, it's probably a government and or like some right. kind of weird cartel. Um, yeah. Two, uh, you have to think about they don't have broadband. Like I'm right. guaranteed that's probably not a broadband connection. And it's just so think about your they're, net. They're doing about, the best they can to deliver so, some sort of net, network out there. Yeah. So think about like inside of your house. Think about living in 1997 with dial-up internet. No, just think about living in your house, right? Most people don't have enough bandwidth to run five or six Netflix accounts. If, depending on the router, like especially back in the day. Absolutely. So what you would set up is what they're talking about, which is quality of service lines. You would use what they call quality of service, QoS, to throttle people so that they can't saturate the network and become hogs of the tube. So in this area where there's not a lot of bandwidth, that's how they limit that. They're like, look, if you want it, you can get it. 
but it's we're not going to let you like create an issue for everyone on the network. Which so, is what would happen back in the day with cable internet. That where, would happen uh, at right. finish line um, when I worked there. Yeah. Right? They so would be why, like, why do we need to re- repeal that if we don't have that issue? Well, you're you're making the decision to let the government make those regulations instead of letting the industry make that right. do that from themselves. Right. Instead and of letting that, the, the know, ISPs work it out with financial arrangements and sh- and then passing the costs on to customers as needed. So, right, and that's pretty much the standard argument whenever we talk about anything with government regulations. Right, we say you either want this group of men in suits in a boardroom making the decisions, or you want this group of men in suits in a boardroom making the. Decisions. Do you want the unelected central planners, or do you want the uh, the people that are trying to make a dollar off? Well, of it? I was going to say, I think you should look at it: who's holding guns to your head, and who are you associating with voluntarily? That is how you should look at it. Like, in order for that neutrality to exist. We have to elect a government. We so. have to defend it with guns. Or you can have Comcast come over and you can be like, actually, I don't want it. And then yeah. there's no violence. So basically what happens is either, well, you can do it or we turn your internet off right. or we can do it and we can kill you. Right. And, and <laughs> I'm going to turn my internet off. off. I'm going to turn my internet off. I think everyone here is going to turn their internet off in that situation. But they're not going to do that because they want your money. Right. So, and if, so the other problem. The, the, another, I just said. Yeah, go ahead. show you that this is not just totally biased towards net neutrality. But they actually talked to a, a, a tech startup guy down there in Kenya. Uh, I'm trying to find his name here. His name Eric Hersman. Um, he founded a a provider called iHub, so mm-hmm. it's like a Wi-Fi service. And um, he they asked him if like is this a problem here? Do people see this as an issue? And he said no, not at all. No one no one cares. Right. Like they. They just expect it, you know. They right. just if they that is the, that is their second nature to them, and right. that's to us. That's why it's. This is the problem I have with this is because we pay a premium for everything we do in our lives, but when it comes to the internet, everyone freaks out. I pay my money. I already pay my fifty five dollars a month. It's all free after right. that. But it's like you know, if I want, but if you want the you know. If you want more, if you're going to use more power, you pay for more power. You want to use more water, you're going to pay for more water. Like, Here's the thing: I get my I, I get my free 15 gigabytes of Google Drive storage. Yep. Today I made the decision I was going to pay two dollars a month to go to 100 gigabytes of Google Drive storage, and I cringed. I was like, Oh God! People don't free. even want to buy mobile apps for two dollars. I know it's ridiculous. I know. I right. paid. I just signed <laughs> up for twenty four dollars a year to have 100 gigabytes of whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. Um. Because it's amazing. It's incredible technology. All of my stuff replicates everywhere. I yep. finally filled it up, and I was like, ah, the hell with it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – the net neutrality stuff, I've talked to guys at work, and, I mean, a lot of people are – that was the, the, the second argument I hear a lot is, well, people are going to be pigeonholed into one service. I'm like, there is very, 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 very few places in the United States you're pigeonholed to one ISP. My parents' house. They are not. Well, okay. They could go Metronet, or they, they could go uh, Hughes. HughesNet, or Exceed. I guess. What are they? And what else? And they have uh, Frontier, Frontier now. They have Frontier. Yeah. And then uh, I'm pretty sure they use a phone. Yeah, your telephone. You could get a jet. So now. right there, they In, have access uh, yeah. to three. Four forms of internet. Even yeah. though, like, I can't get to the internet. I'm like, no, you can. You just don't want to either pay for it. Or you just, or you're going to deal with some. And we make, we all make the decision. It depending upon where you live. When I, I made this comment on the the citizens of Henry County. I legitimately, when I purchased my home, I looked to see what options I had. Just like it, you know, if you're if you're a 
a buyer that's paying attention. You look to see who's my utility going to be for electricity. Yep. What's the water situation? What's the sewer situation? Turns out I had more sewer problems than I thought I did. Uh, but uh, you look at those things and you figure out who you, you know, do I have a local telephone, telephone company that's going to give me decent internet? Yep. Yeah, it's you, a very real consideration. And if your job relies on it, right, don't put your job there. <laughs> like it's a very simple concept. And yeah. there, it doesn't even matter what you do to live and rule anywhere. You better have money. It's more expensive to live rural. And you, honestly, if you buy a house in a place that has really good internet, your value is probably going to go up because it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you, not only are you getting land, but it's just so expensive. You have to drive farther to go places. You have to have equipment to take care of things. Like, it is way more expensive to live in a outside in the rural, not like in a city or a little town, but in a rural area. Where you don't typically have access to like many things. It's, it's a luxury of being the only house. This in your is county making road. me feel really fancy. Yeah, yeah. You live in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and you have Comcast. Congratulations. What? And you can get pizza delivered to your place, which is not amazing. Chinese food yeah. anymore, though. Yeah, we, we don't need to go into that. I may or not have a lawsuit coming. <laughs> so you're listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty. This is Dakota Davis, uh, and of course with Jeremiah Morrill, we have Danny Morrill on the sports desk. Hello, and Jesse Riddle, our tech expert and we're talking about net neutrality at the current time let's uh let's move on uh, i think we've beat we've flogged this one to you death as much as we can i don't okay. know is there anything else in it i'm just Jesse? saying that a good segue to talk about hidden costs is to kind of bring this up because there's probably a ton of people who don't understand the whole like espn cable thing and so they can know like a this is happening and b they can go look in it and see it on their bill yeah there's so if you subscribe to basic cable of some sort espn is typically on the lowest tier base of your basic cable uh, and ESPN is probably thirty to forty percent of the cost of your cable. I, I don't know how the number, but it's it's usually like eight or ten dollars. Yeah, it's six. It's sixty eight percent. Is that Danny? Yeah. Danny on the sports desk yeah, says sixty eight percent. So it, it, it is, really are you is being that sarcastic or? Am I? I think he is. It's, it is a massive number. Uh, yeah. But what's happened is ESPN, they, they let off 150 people today. There have been an Good. incredible number of cord cutters where people have said, I'm just not paying for this anymore. Yeah. And they've gone away, and the market has caused them to make, make these cuts. So, and I think but they're paying billions of dollars a year in licenses to these leagues, the NFL, to NASCAR, to the NBA, to be able to broadcast. And they're like, oh, we'll just raise the price again So uh, on, your, on your cable bill. And people like Jesse, who don't watch sports, pay for sports for everybody else. Until people quit so, watching and cutting the cord, well, so and then the revenue goes away. So this is actually going to – let me bring up one more point because this actually just came to my brain. When this happens, when all the sport watchers, because there's a bajillion of them, stop and they cut their cords, right? Yep. They're going to start laying copper and fiber to the houses so they can get the things back to the – get those products back to the co- the consumers. They're, they're just be like, well, all right. We will just make sure that you get some get it some other fashion, and they will yep. make sure that it gets there. Because otherwise, I, they're not they're not going to just let themselves go. Five years ago, I thought I would be the guy that would never. I was absolutely always going to have a cable connection. Like I was going to have cable TV. I turned in my cable boxes, and I'm I'm a pretty happy YouTube TV customer now. Um, and then a little bit of Roku from Dakota, but uh, Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. I'm sorry. I I, I watched the Hulu, Hulu on, on my the Roku. Roku. Yes, it's very complicated. <laughs> I don't know how it works. My, my Roku doesn't even have, like, the good Hulu on it. No, it doesn't. Like, it's like the old one. Like, the Hulu that I subscribe to now is a $35 a month one where you can watch live television as it's happening. Um, basically, That's how much you pay for it? Yeah, it's 35 bucks a month. I, I, I mean, we watch. Is there any reason you choose that over the YouTube TV? Uh, because the YouTube TV, you have to. If we share our passwords, we both get more channels. Yeah. But because they don't all off. They're all a la carte. It's, it's the, the uh 
the net neutrality nightmare where uh, some things are offered on Hulu and some things are or on yeah on Hulu and some things are offered on YouTube TV and then Sling has even different channels. And the, the YouTube TV is kind of screwed up with my with the soundboard that I have on the TV downstairs. Like there's a wall between the the voices and the mouths, and it won't match up. It'll match up if I take the soundboard off the TV because you have to some board or some bar his sound bar the sound okay, bar some bar yeah sorry he has a technical issue that uh, has nothing to do with youtube i think it's the chromecast he uses if you, yeah, but if you have put a sound your stuff bar on game mode see if that fixes it that's a good idea so we'll try that after but yeah anyway okay I so this just made me think of that so on Danny. sunday afternoon we started planning boss hog liberty number 31 uh, at least I did in my mind. I may have not shared it with everybody else at the time. I think you did with us. But on yeah. Sunday, we started planning Boss Hog Liberty 31, and I was watching football, uh, as I do. Sarah Potter and I were enjoying the Sunday afternoon. The Colts were losing another game, and we kept seeing these headlines That's about— That's not entirely true. Towards the end, the Colts lost they that game. They won the first three quarters. It's true. By the way, Chuck Pagano has gone absolutely crazy. Colts Hurricanes. He uh, his press conference after the after the loss turned into a three minute uh, dissertation on D- Dakota's getting texts from his wife. It's about a puppy. Yeah, you, you're getting a dog. Merry Christmas. I'm not getting a it's dog. It's gone down. I in the time we've we've started this show, she has DM'd, she's tagged him on Facebook, and then shown us pictures from the corner. You're getting a healer. Congratulations, Dakota. You're going to be a daddy. All right. Anyway, the uh, yeah, the Colts head coach. Uh, Groundhog Day and uh, hurricanes. He he became a weatherman. So look that one up on the YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> Sunday afternoon uh, during the football games, we see that the Tennessee Volunteers are going to hire a guy named Greg Schiano as their head coach. By sundown, they had withdrawn their offer. Danny, what in the hell happened? So the Volunteers, University of Tennessee, they have a rookie athletic director. That had no idea the shit storm that was going to be flowing down to him. So, uh, Greg Schiano was a guy that had been a head coach. And he made my radar when he was at Rutgers, a school in New Jersey that's now in the Big Ten. Do you remember what their record was? Uh, they were terrible before he got there, and then they were terrible for about the first four or five years he was there. He was pretty good towards the end to get to about a 500 record at his time. 68 there. and 67 is his record as the head coach of Rutgers. So he was at Rutgers just barely over 500. 500 is a winning percentage, Jesse, for those of you keeping track at home. He got hired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which he was below 500 for. He was terrible in Tampa Bay as a he pro as a pro like football coach. S- like 7 and 17 or 7. Yeah, it was, it was rough. It was bad. Uh, he was, and he was just like a, he was very well disrespected. I think there was a, it's, it's kind of a gentleman's game. When you're taking a kneel down at the end of a game, the game is over, and he would instruct his players to jump so, over the line and try to cause a fumble when the game was over, yeah, basically. So he, and he even spoke that the player's job was to enact as much mayhem on the field as humanly possible in order to keep the the game competitive. It didn't matter. Every play matters. So that's a little bit of history on Greg Schiano. And then in the last couple of years, he's been back at, um, at, at the Ohio State University as a coordinator, defensive coordinator? Defensive coordinator for Urban Meyer. All right. Which they've been. They've been like a national powerhouse. Top have, top five, top ten team every but year. not top one. Very good. So uh, the Ohio State continues to be shitty. And, okay, uh, we're still painting the picture for those of you that are, are starting from absolute scratch here. So there are like four major power conferences, Jesse and Dakota. Pa- conferences are like a, a, a group of schools. <laughs> so the... Uh, 
Who are we talking about? Uh, the University of Tennessee. <laughs> so the, the Southeastern Conference is okay. uh, is SEC. the SEC. Uh, I've yes. seen that that graphic. Yes. Yeah, so, so the SEC is where Alabama and Tennessee and Kentucky and Florida and all these huge schools uh, that are traditional absolute power schools are at, and they are the like the King Kong power, of football. Power now, schools means they have good winning. Very, yeah, very good. All right, very so they could win boosters and nine to ten games a year. Boosters? Georgia. Yeah. What is a booster? Booster. Somebody gives money. It's like a booster shot yeah. before you go on vacation. Who gives these people money? Very alumni. arrogant alumni. Usually guys in white polo shirts with uh, with 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 uh, what are they second paying wives. The money for? Just to bring the kids in? Just to pay is for the money? program. Okay. Just to pay the money to the coaches to make the program successful. If it's okay. if it's at Louisville, it's for hookers and drugs <laughs> and strippers. Louisville's in the Big East. That's what volunteers, right? Yeah. So the U- University of Tennessee volunteers. So. Got Greg Schiano was uh, they they fired their was Butch da- Butch Jones Butch Davis I don't know it doesn't matter Tennessee was really good twenty years ago Peyton Manning played at Tennessee yeah I know the ten- but and then they they right, after he, left, the right after he left they won the championship with a guy named T Martin at quarterback yes uh, that was nineteen ninety nine or so correct and uh, since that time they fired Phil Fulmer the head coach and they've had Lane Kiffin came in and out and they've had two or three guys come along so they fired their coach. And Sunday we see that Greg Schiano is going to be is going to be hired, and then what happened? Well, as it was, I guess uh, I mean well described. He's a below average talent at coaching, both in college and in the NFL. He was ran off completely. So people are like, um, he's not very good at coaching. That's he's strike one. <clears throat> he's not very good at all. Well, I mean, he he's a solid coach, but the University of Tennessee was extremely excited about John Gruden. Which also adds another layer to this. They think that they're going to get a, you know, Once top five NFL coach going to come to the University of Tennessee, and that also draws in the thought of okay, John Gruden, and then there's the Peyton Manning ties, which also just gives a just ginormous it goes, erection for yeah. Tennessee. It goes back to the superiority conference complex of every SEC school thinking they are the shit. Yeah. Instead, they get a coach that is easily. I mean. But a thirty percent talent, maybe, and then what it runs into is what in two thousand nine, ish. Yeah, it was the Jerry Sandusky scandal. Yeah, so he had been he spent like ten or fifteen years on uh, on staff as a low level staffer under uh, Joe Paterno at uh, Pennsylvania, yeah, uh, so Penn State. Here's the thing that got me about this was whenever I was actually researching this, like. I I so seen damn proud them. we got Dakota on sports. I, I literally just learned in my brain that Penn State meant Pennsylvania State. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valley, old. Pennsylvania. Yeah, sorry. Continue. So I'm looking all this up, and I I had seen that there was like 150 people that turned out to protest um, them hiring this uh, Shiano guy. Yeah. Who sounds like an Italian mob boss? They uh, they painted a rock. They yeah. they ran to the stadium and they protested and basically lit. Knoxville on fire, and it was, saying "Hail to the no!" Crazy, and it was like it, one of the one of the only times in recent history that the protest has actually accomplished something immediately. And that's why we're talking about this. Yeah, it's like it was, holy hell, this turned around in no time. Crazy, like he was. Uh, they immediately withdrew the contract, and we're like, "All right, you know what? Our fans don't want him. We, then they're not going to get him." Like the free market in action, baby. Well, in the <laughs> the athletic director, the guy that's supposed to make the decision, had sent the memorandum of understanding. It's like yeah. a $7 million a year job. This is not yeah. like – It's not, this is not little small thing. potatoes. It's not like you just – oh, they just fired someone. No, but then uh, he got 
he gets fired because of this Jerry Sandusky scandal. And basically, um, you know, you kept seeing the fans that were protesting calling him a rape enabler. And I'm like, you know, what the heck is that about? And I guess that... It's a bad month to be a rape enabler. Yeah. And I guess that somebody somebody testified on the stand during the Sandusky scandal that they saw uh, Greg Schiano, um, that Greg Schiano had told them, yeah, you know, I saw Jerry in the shower with a young boy um, in the locker room, and I didn't know what it was doing, and that was like four or five years ago. So basically, he's, he saw Sandusky in the shower with a young boy and did not report it, didn't think to tell anybody about it. That I mean, that is definitely, in my mind, the definition of rape enabler. Yeah. Like, well, I don't think that they were exaggerating on that point. And then went back and denied that that was yeah. his stance in the matter, too. And it's not a question of whether or not it happened. Jerry Sandusky is in prison now. He was convicted. It, I mean, that that yeah. that's not a that's The tribe not a has spoken. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Greg Schiano is still at Ohio State, and he'll be uh, they're in they're, they've got uh, the Big Ten a, championship game in Indianapolis on Saturday. Him. Honestly, I'm not surprised that anybody's even touching the when guy. When his anymore. contract comes back up, it might be a different situation. It could yeah, be as long as you can win. So we'll see. And that's all that. that matters to these Neanderthals. So <laughs> no, I, I don't know if they I got the roof closed on Lucas Oil. I just uh, called but, you guys uh, Neanderthals, and you didn't even. I drove Flinch. by yesterday. Closed. They got, they got the roof closed. So Sunday is the Big Ten Championship game between the Ohio State University and the University of Wisconsin. Does it take days to open? Uh, no, no, they had a problem. They, the Colts played there Sunday. And, and it wouldn't uh, shut. And it wouldn't shut. One side didn't shut. Brilliant. I, 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 it looked shut, I guess, when I was at your office on Tuesday or Wednesday, we looked out. No and uh, I think it was closed. At least no bolts fell. And That's true. Fans, Nobody got so. hit. Those bolts would have been huge bolts. They that had happened. a guy that got, or somebody got injured Holy at a pre- preseason game against the Bengals about three or How four years ago. How big are these ago? bolts? They were, uh, do you sell the bolts to them? Yeah, no, they, oh, no, that's that's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, for Brandon, those who haven't been to Lucas Oil, man, that place is like to an Brandon Connor, Fascinol, Newcastle, Indiana, four seven three six two. So, so, how big Brandon? are these bolts? Curious. Like, uh, you would I have haven't been out there, but I mean, I would imagine they're like M eight by twelve. Oh, like baby arm bolts? Like, no, they're no, probably they're... Uh, inch <laughs> inch and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, man! I, I actually worked with a lot of people that had the opportunity to work on that project as electricians. Well, that was Wall Sports with Danny Morrill. Congratulations, Danny, on your first sports cast on the Boss Hog. Let's podcast. do something that's more fun. That oh, wasn't sports related. Uh, that Elizabeth was... Potter said that they got the roof shut on Monday. They did get it shut on Monday. All so right, there we go. Thank you, uh, Libby, for the uh, for the report from the city. Some, something more fun. Third topic. Yep, this is the fun one. Is this the fun 21, one? Twenty-one. This is the fun one. Twenty-one years None old. None of us to smoke cigarettes. in Indiana. Well, yeah, and that was uh, that was the thing. Whenever we were down in uh, in Hawaii, you teased that saying Hawaii is a nanny state. Do you have to be yeah, twenty one to buy cigarettes down there? You do. That's great. Like barely every, old enough to buy cigarettes. Everywhere you go, they have signs that either say no smoking or uh, be prepared to show ID under twenty one. No tobacco. I'm pretty sure that's how it is around here. Not for tobacco. Tobacco is eighteen. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. So. I'm like, holy cow. So I asked a, a gas station clerk, I'm like, you have to be 21 to uh, buy tobacco here? And he's like, yeah, you have to be 21 to buy it. But Is that recent or do you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, it actually got acted in February of 2017, so very recent. So they just had that go down. Yeah, that, that just happened. So if you could, did you get grandfathered in if you were already 18? See, I don't. That's what I don't know, and that was one of the things. Um, whenever <laughs> I guarantee you didn't. Whenever I wonder the, about yeah, your your bride. I wonder if she could about cigarettes because she had been eighteen when the when the rule passed, and all of a sudden, uh, man, I'm a committed smoker. I'm two years into this thing, and now I can't mm-hmm. smoke anymore. Well, guess what, kid? You got to quit. 
<laughs> it's even worse because uh, apparently you found uh, you found an article in the Indianapolis was it the Indianapolis Star. Yeah, as I was looking this up, I'm like, I want to learn more about you know this Hawaii smoking law, and I found where it was uh, there was an Indianapolis Star uh, article where the Indiana Chamber of Commerce actually this year in 2017 recommended the Indiana State Legislature to legislature to raise the smoking age to 21. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, I, I mean, I had no idea. And I don't know if it's the current health commissioner that came out in support of it yeah, or a previous yeah, one. Yeah, it was uh, the, a previous health commissioner came okay. out in support of it. He's, was it the he's guy still that, a surgeon. It's the new Surgeon General guy. Uh, no. Surgeon General's Chris Hill? No, no that's the Indiana yeah. Attorney General. Where does he oh, okay. practice at? See, I, have, I don't have, I have no idea. <laughs> I, that, is, that is irrelevant information. <laughs> Danny wants to know if he can do an ankle surgery. Yeah, I've got some. I need to get you a job for you. I've yeah, got the I black mean, long. Yeah, Hawaii's got those rules. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out if it's uh, Jeff Sessions. No, 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 no. no, the Surgeon General. I could have told you that. I, you know, you I didn't typed have, the wrong. You didn't thing. have to use Google. Surgeon General. Oh goodness. Uh, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Enhance. <laughs> It's Jerome Adams. Jerome Adams. Yeah, he was. So he was the guy that was the health commissioner. We've talked about it before here, because he spoke in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. But uh, was, is he the guy? Is he your? No, uh, it wasn't Jerome Adams. So it was a guy before Jerome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. It anyway, o- older guy than Jerome. Um, so basically, I posted this to citizens of Henry County, and I really, I was. Uh, Danny's <laughs> taking five dollars out of my. What's my last five dollars? Stop it. I might need that. My last. $5. What if I have to bribe a police officer on the way home? And then what? I, what would I do? How bad would you feel? I, I'm surprised that a police officer would accept five dollars. It's a down payment. Oh, they okay. don't get paid well here. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Just give me the five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a start. Hey man, you guys got any of them speeders? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be in so much. Trouble. Yeah, I I posted this on Citizen Independent County. I was trying to get a rise out of people. I just started. I mean, honestly, you. like I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a troll post, but I really was trying to get arise out of people like to see to see people debate over whether or not the smoking age should be 21 there were a handful that that there's a bullet point that says do we care do you care yeah i mean <laughs> i would like i mean to- that was the general consensus it was like no like why is this even a thing was uh, it was what the people on so, the attorney County so here's the question are vapors a part that, of this yes that's considered a tobacco did you, product well did they did you communicate that because there's a lot of vapors and they may have been I mean, they get riled up about everything. Yeah, they do. That's true. We're I spunky. Really brought that out. Danny is the. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we Danny's, have a vapor. Danny's a vapor. Yeah, I'm, that's exactly why one of the bullet points is: Do we even care? Do you and, want to uh, vape in here on the show? No, I I can refrain. I mean, in somebody else's house. It's <laughs> it's not my home. It's so not outdoors. All of a sudden, it starts smelling like know, berry in here or yeah. mocha, whatever you smokes or vapes. Uh, I like it smell like vanilla custard, like but, a stripper. Right. I forgot you're a vanilla custard kind of guy. Sprinkle a little glitter on it. You know, good times. Doesn't that clog your uh, your your port? <laughs> 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 the porthole. I mean, uh, hey man, not that close. I told you that port- in confidence. Okay, hey, Danny, <laughs> how's the porthole doing? Your porthole pretty clear? Well, it is the, now. The porthole <laughs> in Newcastle's not stripper, doing too well. The stripper glitter clogged up his porthole. I don't know what to do about him. <laughs> and oh. I got a text earlier from Sarah saying, "Be nice." Here I go. No, on the uh, the smoking. 
do you really think that if you change it to being 21 verse 18 to 28, does it matter? Uh, I tried my first cigarette when I was 15. Yeah, I I lifted some smokes off my my mom when I was probably 14. So uh, I I came into Dakota's conversation and I uh, I said, hey, I think that it's just a matter of when we decide you're an adult, right? If you're an, we've decided as a society, apparently you're an adult at 18, except for a couple of things where we think you're an adult at 21. But there are people, there are medical surveys that say, well, you're not really an adult, Dakota, until you're 25. So there's three adults in the room and you. Yep. Uh, Is that true? I don't know. So I said, well, maybe the happy medium is once you decide you're going to buy your own health insurance, then you're an adult. If you're 14 and you've got your full-time job and you want to go buy health insurance, then we'll let you smoke and gamble and drink as well. If you're 14, you're, if you're 8 years old working in the coal mines, then you can smoke. By God, you can smoke. But then if we, uh, if you demand to be 26 and still on mom and dad's health insurance, then we're not going to let you smoke yet because you're not old enough to be an adult. Uh, well, at that point, your parents shouldn't let you smoke because that just means their health care premiums are going to skyrocket. <laughs> we talked to libertarians and... Uh Sometimes you just let the kids do what they want to do. That's my that's my compromise. That's my compromise. But be like, everybody. look, you can smoke, but you are uh, we will not put you on an insurance plan. Speaking of that, did you see where Canada just legalized euthanasia for children? Uh, Canada did. Yeah, really. Wow. Yeah, is that if the kids act Spangled up or is it, it certain kids? No, for like uh, mentally disabled children, the parents decide that it's the parents' choice now. It's not euthanasia at that point, right? That's murder. Yeah, but so are they born. Yes, they're they're born, and basically Canada. Gosh. I know we're getting way off topic here, and I just read this article today. But like um, a long time ago, Canada was. We uh, took two weeks off. We didn't yeah. get any better at staying on topic. Everybody, <laughs> Canada was like basically in the forefront of of legalizing assisted suicide, doctor assisted suicide. Yep, and um, so I guess some pediatricians have gotten a lot of uh, requests to have it done to their children, like whether they're critically ill or whatever, um, to perform euthanasia, but you have to be a consenting adult in order to have it, ha- in order to have uh, doctor assisted suicide. You have to okay. agree you to have kill to, your kid. Yeah. So now the Canada, I guess the legislator, whoever it is, legislature in Canada, I don't know how their government works. Basically they said, you know what? They probably have to ask the queen permission. Yeah. They basically said, you know what? It's up to the parents. The child is a the parents' property. So, then okay. if that's the case, then it should be up to the parents to do it and see if they can live with it. Yeah. Wow. Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like me the other day. I got into a debate. Let's, let's make a decision. Let it be someone else's problem. That's like that's like me the other day. I was talking to somebody about um, all these sexual harassment cases, and they said something like. Uh, Accused me of being a rape apologist. Uh-huh. Thoughts and prayers and, with Matt Lauer. <laughs> yeah. And I basically stole the Ben Shapiro line and was like, you know, rapists should be castrated or killed. Yeah. Like, and that just, I thought that would get a positive reaction. It did not. Well, that's because there's a ton but, of people who are miss. Now you're just too harsh. I was just yeah. going to say there's a lot of people who get a even a convicted. No, I'm just saying like if, if you're getting raped, you know, if or if you got raped, I think, you know. If you if I got raped by a person, I think it should be legal for me to just go kill him. Well, um, but not if you. Well, were you just definitely like, should not be allowed to coach football. <laughs> hey, gotta defend that nap. Oh man, is there anything else we need to add on this Indiana smoking thing? I I I I'm well, very. Ha- here. I mean, I, I have I have some statistics here. Yeah, I mean, you totally skipped over them. Like, 
Indiana has a smoking okay. area. Let's back up yeah. the fact that Dakota actually is hosting this show. He read the introduction, so he is leading the bus here. I'm merely, I'm yeah, he's I'm, driving Miss I'm Daisy. trying to lead the bus, and you were trying to skip over things. Saying, are we done with this? No, we're not done with this. We're only on you two You can't out argue of four with me like points. we're an old married couple. You have a new woman now. Oh, is that how it is? That's her. She's your, <laughs> that's who you argue with. We're friends. Ah. I'm the one you complain to. Oh, okay. I about had to ask what was California, but I figured it out. Yeah. You like that? I put so, that in there. Sorry. There are 170 cities nationwide you that just, have adopted you this law. You skipped another bullet point. And two states, Hawaii and California, yep. are the two states. So, Oh, that's that's California. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. I figured it out. I figured yeah. it Nice. Me too. Mm, good. Took me a second. Yep. 170 the cities left coast. nationwide. The uh, Indiana has a smoking rate apparently of 22%. The United States of America has a rate of 18%. Yeah. I don't know who reports that they smoke or don't smoke. And uh, it's Indiana, part of your insurance. Yeah, it comes off your insurance, so that rate is probably a lot higher. Have you ever not taken your insurance quiz? They don't know who I am. I do, does do the uh, do who I know that my guy? do I know that my company turns my insurance their stuff into the federal up, government? You know, do you smoke? And you're like, yeah, but do I know? Do they share data? Do they have to share data with the federal government or whoever the survey collector your, is? Your yeah. insurance provider probably just willingly gives it to them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't agree to that. You probably did because you signed up for their insurance. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. So I guess it's. You should have got that closer to the mic, so it would have sounded a lot. Is Jeremiah going to It would have made beer? Miller Miller High Life. Sound I don't think that better. you're allowed to do that. It's a champagne of beers. It's a champagne of beers. It's champagne it's dry. and wine. There's hardly any sugar. Uh, let's see. America as a whole had a smoking rate of 43% in 1964. Why did you pick 1964 for your data, sir? That is... that Was is that the peak? What? <coughs> that's the, when they brought Jesus out of That's the when schools. they changed the smoking limit to 18. Yep. They took, they took prayer out of schools and people started smoking. It's a fact. Nancy Reagan. Thank you, Danny. Just no. on the sports desk. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. So okay. Now we've, we're we've now cut we're it completely in half. done. Like, we're done. We have, with, we're we done with the topic. This to death. And we basically, have, what were we going to talk about? This Henry County thing. I guess we skipped that completely. What did we skip? What did we talk about? Henry County. Uh, I thought there was something that was going on in Henry County. No, was there? All right. Well, no. Concerned citizens, Henry County, Dakota posted. No, there and ISP got some stuff. I just now remembered, but it's fine. We talked really, about it a little bit. Oh, we're okay. fine. We're gonna tear up the show notes. That's the end of those. I do have so. a correction. Okay, Danny's Danny's on the sports desk. Final thoughts over here. We're going to start to start the rotation around the table here. I know my final thoughts are going to take a little while. So, Daniel Paul Morrill on sports. You have a correction and final thoughts. First correction was prayer was taken out of schools in 1962. You should remember that from the Carmen Liquorello song back in the day. Yeah. So Don't final thoughts. Um, one, congratulations to Dakota and Audrey. That's really awesome. Proud of you guys. I Thank hope you guys Danny. have a, a wonderful marriage and... Enjoy your life together. Would have been a very nice toast if you had been there in person. Yeah, well, maybe it would have been. And like, I I even told you how you could make some money. I know. I thought that you were just trying to employ me. I thought you wanted me to just drive your I'm your drunken telling, buddies. I was just telling you, dude. Like, you could have made some serious dough out there. Our That's, our ride in had a forty seven point turn to get into the, yeah. the venue. I, I, I haven't been there in the daylight in a long time, so I don't know how tight it was. It's but we were tight. in the longest stretch limo ever, and your guy had to turn about forty times to get into yeah, the light. And he also turn. missed the drive, and since uh, it's a dead end, he had to like back all the way up. It felt like we were in a plane backing up I have from a the question. gate. Yeah. Did he have to? Back up before he unloaded. 
Yes, yes. Before he unloaded his passengers, he did have yes, to back. He, he, did. he successfully backed up in the unload. He did a really good job. That's, I'm, I was impressed. As long as but everyone's yeah, we, happy afterwards. We even had somebody that left their Jeep at the reception venue for two days afterwards. <laughs> and we got a call from the people who hosted it, and they were very far from happy. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Monica actually ended up like getting a lecture from them. Apparently... They were very disappointed in it's us. It's not like Thanksgiving time is their busiest time of the year, yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, you know, they were very – they said they were very disappointed in us and our guests because they had to sweep cigarette butts off of the deck and had to clean up after us. Well, they were all 18 or older, so it was I fine. Mean, well, you know, and never mind the fact that they're, they literally have a party barn out there. And you paid them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it was raining. No, I mean <laughs> – <laughs> It was raining. I mean, there's no there's no no smoking signs posted anywhere. They're just lucky none of us smoked inside. <laughs> I, I think that's yeah. I, I would mean, take that's that fair, right? I'm private property. No sign. All what right. Are you gonna do no final thoughts. You know, thanks again. Holiday season's coming up. Spend a lot of time with your family and friends. We got to spend Thanksgiving together and spend Thanksgiving with our significant others, which was great. But uh, just enjoy your time with each other and be a good person. All right, that's it. Thank There's you. Danny. A lot of love. How to fo- how to follow Danny? D Max Juice. Yeah, that's Twitter. one of them. Twitter. Um, I don't think I follow you on Twitter. Yeah, it's D Max Juice. Yeah, it's mostly probably. Danny talking to Dan Dockage. Yeah. You don't even have a. Do you have a D? You still have a D Max, don't you? Is yeah, that I sale? do. Is that available for? Well, purchase? it's yeah. getting it's getting fixed currently. It's getting some break work. What's Seems the like, juice part? I. Uh, it's it's actually it's a programmer. He's, he's like, on it. a he's, diesel programmer. Okay, gives I'm it a just little, curious. Gives it a, he's point. like the juice. You know? When people get <laughs> weird Simpson. like handles and aliases, I'm like, how did you? Why Dakota that? with a sports reference over there. Yeah. He was a great actor. It's because OJ. we've been watching uh, the People versus OJ Simpson, <laughs> American <laughs> Crime Story. Yeah, some people loved him. He was good in the Naked His Gun. Wife that, was, that is such a good TV show. Say what such you want. Good he was great in the uh, in the uh, in the Naked Gun movies with Leslie Nielsen. He was also really good driving that Ford Bronco. He didn't Actually, drive the no, Ford Bronco. No, that was AC. Sorry. Al Cowlings did. Um, we some of us lived through that and watched it live on television, in, and drinking some of you weren't alive yet. School d- dairy milk, uh, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> dairy milk. I'm I'm on drugs. For Soy a, milk wasn't around yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm on drugs for a cold. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Danny, very much for joining us today. Well, you're very welcome. All right. Thank you for Danny. Thank you. Thank Danny, you for showing up. Thank you, Danny. Jesse. My escort into the tallest building in the state of Indiana. Whoa. Hey. That's not legal in Indiana. We didn't do anything <laughs> that wrong. Uh, that's true. I did get you it was like coffee. going through the Hooli headquarters. It was incredible. Free coffee, badges swiping in and out, meditation rooms, yeah, pool tables. and, and, and Is and, there really a meditation room? Yeah. Yeah. I it's, just found it when I It's crazy. I it was I knew uh, it existed. I just have never been that there. That is such if you've a watched, progressive like, company. If you've watched uh the uh the internship or Silicon Valley, it was just like those cu- kinds of places. It was I was blown away. I thought they were faking it in those, but it was literally like going through there. <laughs> Beanbag chairs everywhere and you know Beanbag chairs. Well, there's chairs that look like rocks. Yeah, there were, they there's somebody had a rock up. formation at their desk. Yeah, they had a, well they had it like a snowman like they had them piled up like it was a yeah. worker. Um the uh, as you walk around the tower, the uh, there's a paved road in the carpet and then grass where you sit. Which, our my friend Mark or our friend Mark educated me that 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 was what that was. Our friend, yes, yeah. So anyway, any final thoughts? You got anything to pitch? We got a libertarian meeting coming up here Sunday. You can join us at uh, Montgomery Steakhouse on Sunday. I will probably be there since I'm your secretary. Jesse's uh, Jesse's an <laughs> officer. 
Dakota's an officer. I'm just a guy. We need to uh, do some stuff. I almost hit you up today, but well, we can do that offline. No, I know. I'm. Just saying. Did you cut? You cut you, I, I turned you off the wrong turned mic. Turned off my mic. <laughs> well, I like, stand to Jesse. <laughs> all right, that was the best goodbye I've ever had. I don't have any last uh, last thoughts. I'm, How do people follow you, Indie Fat Kid on the Instagram? What, Indy, what? Yeah, Indie Fat Kid on Instagram. Uh, Jesse the Libertarian on Facebook or. Um, you can follow me. I think it's just Jesse Riddle on Twitter. So, all right, very good. Thank you, Jesse, for joining us. Uh, it's your second time on the show, third time, third, third, third appearance, third or fourth. Actually, we we appreciate it very much. It's been a while. You were here in the single digit episode, so if people go scrolling back, they'll find Jesse, and we're glad to have you back on the Ball Hoglery Podcast. Don't go scrolling back, <laughs> scrolling back. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if I've been on here. I have. But I was going to say, cricket service is great now. That yeah, was, yeah. We can say cricket because uh, Tanner no longer works for them. He doesn't work for Brisket Wireless <laughs> He's anymore. He's not at the Brisket Wireless. <laughs> Poor they, guy. Uh, I'm he looking. Didn't even, he passed his drug test and everything. <laughs> is he still alive? He's still serving his suspension. He's, uh, he's no, no, but is he still alive? I haven't seen him on, online. I'm assuming yes, he's, yeah, he's, he's still he's alive. Okay. That's I not it. I mean, I hadn't, good... I hadn't seen Dakota in two weeks, but I, hey, I had the, a pretty good hope he was alive. The last time somebody made a joke about Tanner maybe being dead, it was deemed very inappropriate. Yeah, we don't do that. Uh, Dakota, final thoughts, buddy. What you got? My final thoughts. Um, I was trying to save the little kid euthanasia story, um, for my final thoughts, but it, I accidentally slipped it out. I'm sorry. So, there was my final thoughts. Uh, th- it was right in the middle of the Indiana smoking age. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's, uh, that's the way it goes. But basically, uh, yeah, I do want to promote our, uh, Henry County Libertarian Party meeting on December 3rd at Montgomery Steakhouse in Spiceland, Indiana. Um, we'll be upstairs. We'll be upstairs. We have the entire upstairs of the steakhouse rented. Yes, we do usually eat dinner while we're there. Um, yeah, it's just a good time to come out, uh, meet with uh, area libertarians, see what we're all about, talk to people who might be like-minded, just like you, um, and to, uh, to see... Who might be running? Who's not going to run? Uh, just talk about a little business, and then we just hang out for the rest of the time. So uh, just come out there, Montgomery's in Spiceland, Indiana. Uh, hope to see a bunch of people there. Hopefully it's a good turnout, just like we had last time. So final thoughts from me. The uh, the Courier Times, our local newspaper, uh, we've had a number of reporters from the Courier Times on here. They reported a story today. Uh, uh, that the headline, and you can go to their website and read the full story. It says, Murder Suspects Arrested in Henry County, Twin Brothers Accused of Mob-Style Murder in New York. This Crazy. happened back in September. Uh, but it's just now, the full story is coming out. And it is, that I feel like this is something that a movie is going to be made on. Twin Brothers, Louis and Vincent Iacono. It'll probably be of, shot at your house again. <laughs> 36 years old of Brooklyn, New York, were arrested September 6th. They were on I-70, uh, Henry County. I-70 goes across the southern part of the county. Uh, they were near Wilburite Road, which is our exit furthest to the east. Uh, the PACE team, the uh, the drug enforcement team, finds them uh, with a bad license, uh, expired they license had, or something. They had No, they had paint on their license plate. Is that what happened? Yeah. he. This dude pulled them over for having paint on their license plate. Was it completely painted? Like, or... See, I don't know. Like, they, I, I don't know that information. It just says they had paint on their license. They got pulled over, and uh, one of the guys gets out, or somehow they, they wind up in a chase. They wind up going all the way to the Newcastle exit, State Road 3, exit, go north, pull into the Walmart. Uh, 
uh, and then next to it is our local community college. They jump, they get back out, jump over the dirt into the community college, run around that parking lot, get out, run back to the Walmart, go inside. Uh, one of the guys runs inside and gets arrested, like right at the cashiers. Turns out the uh, the Iacono brothers are wanted for murder in New York City. Uh, and not just any murder. Not just any murder. It is killing a member of the Gambino crime family. Mob-style <laughs> execution. They pulled they, the guys... They the, beat his head in with a hammer, wrapped him in, in a tarp, tied it down with cinder blocks, and threw him in the river. Like They pulled him... Yeah, they like, pulled him out of the East Scarface. River. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's just how stuff happens in New York. <laughs> yeah. Like, and if people you, talk about if it, you like, look uh, at that's the pictures, how they died. If you go on to the Courier Times Facebook page and you look at the pictures of these guys, like, it's... What like you just they look at them in? and you're they like, were, they were you're in like, Henry yeah, County they're jail. involved. So they escaped. No, I, that's, I, that, I'm totally shocked that they didn't get out of the Henry County jail. <laughs> no, they, they, they tried somebody, to. One of the, I, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I've one of the brothers, the I've heard that it says that one of the brothers faked a seizure and tried fighting a female corrections officer and tried taking her taser. And then uh, other pro- officers pursued him, and he was taken back to the jail. So, so I think that he actually got out for a momentary little bit. <laughs> momentary. <laughs> uh, Tasted yeah. the sweet freedom one more time for about He's three seconds. He's probably trying to get that sweet Italian food down the street. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, you look at these guys, and you could just imagine him sitting there like at a round table in a dimly lit pizza restaurant with a cigar, multiple rings going, Okay, so... Tony. Top, <laughs> top hat number two. Her <laughs> <laughs> pizza's terrible here. we got to get out of this town. Why does everybody like this? Yeah, the guy they killed, Carmine Carini of the, I mean, Carmine. Carmine. That is the most Guido name in New York. Oh, Guido. That's, that's, that's pretty Guido. offensive, bro. Yeah, Jer. I feel I, like we should say three Hail Marys for that. And Jer's Lord, I apologize. Um, yeah. And not only, we, I really, hope, I really hope the the Gambino family isn't listening. Yeah, don't get it. We have we have New York ties, so <laughs> cousin, don't worry, cousin Donnie and Jimmy will take care of us. Damn. Yeah, no kidding. We have New York family too. They're up on the river. We're connected <laughs> up on the North River, not the East River, the very North River. Oh, yeah, so they pled these guys out, and I think they're being ex- uh, exported back to New York City. They, fa- they found the bloody hammers in the back of the in the trunk of the car, by the way. So I don't know how often this happens, but allegedly they found two uh, twin murderers in our. See, I, I found out about Pretty this sure whenever, whenever it, I found out about this whenever Cade Coger, an avid listener of our podcast, episode thirty, yeah, tagged me in a in the Facebook story of the Henry County Pace team. So, I know Chris Spangle for uh, We Are Libertarians does, like, the hashtag wall news. Um, I'm not going to get that fancy. Just freaking tag my name or Jeremiah's <laughs> name in something. Like, yeah, that works. It's going to work better. Uh, just craziness. So, anyway, that was my final thoughts. Just that I, I, I'm probably on the mob hit list now. But so <laughs> say, If you disappear, like, that's, that is <laughs> yeah. my story. I'm like, well. I need to start gaining weight again to make myself more <laughs> difficult to run a off. A little more buoyant. I'd like to go back to my final thought. At the end of the day, just, Did you just, just be say good, buoyant. Yeah. Just, let's just be a good person, okay? And then we'll all be all right. <laughs> oh, man. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. This is uh, right at the hour and a half we typically do on the show. Uh, you can listen to us on Indiana Talk Saturdays and Sundays at noon. Uh, like and subscribe on Facebook, and of course you can uh, follow us on the uh, on the on the YouTube. We're still trying to get to that hundred followers. We're real close. Appreciate uh, appreciate a few more listens there. So share this stuff on Facebook. That's how we grow. We will see you all next time.
Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com.